guess it's a good thing that I preached last week because the passages from John on these two Sundays really flow together as a whole. So you may hear me refer to some things I said last Sunday. I know my thoughts and feelings about both passages have been blending this week. In last Sunday's reading, Jesus made a promise to the disciples that he would go to his Father in heaven and prepare a place for them so that where he is, they could be with him. The implication is that he must, after all, leave them. In this Sunday's reading, Jesus continues his promises to them. I will not leave you orphaned. My Father will send another advocate to be with you. You will see me. If you love me, I will reveal myself to you. Jesus is almost engaging in a kind of southern goodbye. Well, we better be going all the way out the door. Let's get together again soon. Down the driveway. Y'all take care. Into the car. Bye. Just thinking of one more thing to say. One more bit of encouragement. One more, I love you. But it's this reference to another advocate that I'd like to focus on for a few minutes. Of course, Jesus is the first advocate who has laid the foundation for the Holy Spirit through his earthly ministry. And the Holy Spirit is known by many names. Paraclete, advocate, helper, comforter, counselor, friend. And I'm personally leaning on these synonyms pretty heavily these days. And I bet you are too. The paraclete the word literally means to call alongside. Is one who stands beside us, catching us if we stumble, supporting us if we falter, just being present. The advocate is one who pleads on behalf of another, assisting us in our prayers and guiding us in our daily lives with wisdom and grace. The helper is one who answers when we call or just shows up when we are in need. The comforter is one who tries to alleviate our pain and suffering, one who bears with us when we encounter struggles. The counselor is one to whom we can talk freely, but who will speak the truth in love when we need to hear it. A friend, one who knows us and cares for us, and loves us, one who won't let us go too far astray, one who won't forsake us when times are hard. The Holy Spirit of our understanding is all these things rolled into one blessed being. She is a great gift to us from God. We don't see the Spirit with our eyes, but we feel her presence in many ways. She shows up often when we least expect it, bringing comfort, wisdom, love, whatever we need. 
On Monday, I was in Conway to pick up a few things. Yes, I had my mask. When I had finished my errands, I picked up some lunch and drove over here to St. Peter's, parked in the junior high parking lot across the street. If you remember, it was a cloudy, kind of blustery day. But somehow I was drawn out of my car into the courtyard. I sat down on one of the benches to eat. When I had finished, I stepped into the labyrinth. After many years of trying different prayer practices, I find I pray best when I'm moving, so labyrinths are right in my wheelhouse. As I entered the labyrinth, I began to pray, specifically for Norm Moyer and his family, because I knew he was coming to the end of his journey. And then more generally, for the whole St. Peter's family. As I finished walking, I felt a much stronger sense of peace. It wasn't until about 30 minutes later, the time it took me to get back to Maumelle, that I found out that Norm had died, probably just after I left the labyrinth. After reflecting on this all week, it occurred to me that the Holy Spirit brought me there at that particular time. Most any other time, I would have finished my tasks and gone on home, especially on a dreary day. While I was in the labyrinth, I'm sure there were others there with me, supporting me, comforting me, helping me, walking beside me. Peggy Hayes, John Burford, Fred and Lillian Petroselli, Mike Moses, Sarah Gar Galvin, and all the rest. That great cloud of witnesses that we love so well. And even though Norm's earthly remains won't be here, his spirit certainly will be, bringing a smile, maybe a tear, but mostly a true sense of love. Last week, Jesus admonished the disciples and us to not let our hearts be troubled. As humans, we can't avoid that. It's natural for us to be troubled. But through the presence of the Holy Spirit, we cannot let our hearts stay troubled. And the proof of that for me was seen yesterday in the beautiful, albeit smaller than we'd like, wedding of Jay and Kaylee. That same cloud of witnesses that comforted me on Monday, led by a proud papa, we're rejoicing with us all at the beginning of a new life together for the Burfords. Like the disciples, we are not left alone. Jesus keeps his promises. The power of the Holy Spirit sustained the disciples, and she sustains us still today. When we feel weak and downtrodden, the paraclete is beside us to steady us. When we feel lost and are groping around for God, the Advocate can guide us gently to a sense of peace. When we are in trouble, the Helper is there to encourage us. When we are suffering, the Comforter eases our pain. 
When we are confused, the counselor speaks words of wisdom. And when we feel all these things at once, our friend is there, just there beside us. This spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. We believe in the Holy Spirit because she lives inside all of us. She abides in us and with us, connecting us all on this side of heaven and even beyond the veil. It is in this spirit that we live and move and have our being. By sending the Holy Spirit, Jesus further draws us into a fuller relationship or communion with God. Those three are, as we believe, one in an eternal dance of love. Because we love as Jesus taught us, letting the Spirit work through us, we abide in the presence of God. Isn't that good news? Amen.